0: Coming to you live from magnificent middle Tennessee Thanks for joining me this evening for this Sunday edition of Bible News Radio This is something we call Sunday in the Scriptures And uh, looking for my virtual volume mixer there to turn this music down just a little bit Alright, make sure we're going out on our platform forums good to go on Facebook we are live on YouTube and we are good to go on Twitch and a moment of silence for Periscope well we had the biggest audience but uh, I guess Twitter just couldn't figure out how to monetize it so uh, yeah it's nearly three months later but still we can we can mourn the loss of Periscope can't we right so uh, how about we take my lovely name off the screen here since you know who I am put up the show title tonight we're talking about the gospel in 21 words yeah we are but a little housekeeping first Um, yeah you'll see this those who are watching uh, live replay watching video you'll see uh, the Ticker there going, uh, scrolling by on the bottom of the screen, and it tells you, for the sake of the listening audience, that you can text Bible News, concatenated, two words squished together as to one. Text Bible News to 33222 uh, for show updates and more, uh, keeping uh, abreast of what's going on with us. And uh, if you want to be held accountable for your daily Bible reading, you can text team unstuck and begin um, two words squished together because that's the way SMS works right so sending text message you can text team unstuck to that same number three three two 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 that's two threes three twos and um, and you'll be subscribed to that text message list for um, that good stuff you know it's important to be in the word daily and speaking of that we have a group on facebook called daily disciples uh which several of us take turns uh, reading and we're going through just various books of the bible i think we've been through 16 books this year uh, something like that so um probably more than we would do on our own perhaps um, so it's good to be in the Word of God daily, and that's available to you. Well, those are available to you. Those things, and uh, anything else I want to mention before we uh, get to uh, on with the study here. Well, I would acknowledge our sponsors, but you are the sponsors. And uh, if you like what we do here and you want to support it, you can do so with a tax-deductible gift. At BibleNewsRadio.com, I know.com is a commercial domain. Uh, We've had it for a while, and just coming up in a year, uh, we've had a we put together a nonprofit organization, Heart Tug International. So when you uh, visit BibleNewsRadio.com, click the Give menu option, go to that page. Uh, Your donations uh, via PayPal are To a 501c3 organization and therefore tax-deductible to you and uh, we'll use it for the good stuff here Uh, the tech and then whatnot to to make this show possible and even better uh, I've got a new website in the works and uh, some other things for the future so thanks for uh, being a part of it all you pillars of the community you Bible News Radio Pillars. All right. So, well, do I want to, yeah, let me pop over into the chat rooms to see if I am need to acknowledge some folks. Um, no, so far so quiet, but I think the Mrs. Your Sweet and Lovable Host would have me mention um. BibleMemory.com You know, in addition to being in the Word and reading, it's good to uh, treasure it up in your heart as the psalmist writes in Psalm 119. Uh, uh, your Word have I treasured up in my heart that I might not sin against you. And it's good to have those verses on uh, on standby when we need them when we don't have uh Bible with us. Whether, you know, whether the batteries required or not um, to commit them to memory and so BibleMemory.com is a um, a great tool uh, to do that and you can save yourself 10 10% percent uh, by using some code and I think it's I think it's just Bible news um, pretty much everything online for us is Bible news all right uh, I don't have the news for you this evening, I have the good news, um, but uh, we do have the Bible. And so we're going to get into it, let's do this prayerfully, and uh, this is a good opportunity for me to go ahead and make sure uh, that my my slide deck is ready to go, and let's... Uh, make sure I can grab that here Da-da-dum. and shall I do it with my mug in there maybe and screen capture I'm sorry I should have this ready to go earlier but uh, you know one thing good about flying solo here is you get to do all this alright and uh, we'll definitely not put my face in there because it covers up the slides all right let's get into the word and let's do this prayerfully father god you are an awesome god um, in heaven uh, holy is your name holy are your ways and holy is everything that you do and that includes your word that we're about to look into the holy bible it, it's set apart, it, it's altogether different and sanctified, it's, it's divine, and as we read uh, these words, that you were prepared and preserved, Lord, we pray that they would provide us with uh, all that we need to live lives that are pleasing to you. Uh, this time is yours to use as you will for our good, your glory. And to the glory of Master Yeshua Messiah, in whose worthy name we pray. Alright, let's dispense with the lower third here. Just We'll just kind of get that out of the way. And uh, start this study here. The gospel in twenty-one words, according to the scriptures. Now, what prompted this today? And cut to me is in um, uh, Sunday school class this morning, as the misses and I were in there with uh, uh, three other men um, besides me. Uh, our Our Sunday school teacher, where we're going through the book of Romans, and uh, in verse 14, Romans chapter 1, verse 14, uh, Paul wrote that he is not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, the teacher asked us the question, you know, what is the gospel? And of course, um, you know, that's a good thing to to know and be able to articulate, um, because at at the end of the day, at the end of the age, um, at the end of anyone's life, it's important to understand what the gospel is, what is the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, the gospel, the good news of Yeshua Messiah, uh, that they know what they are accepting or rejecting. So, Finding my slides here whoops this is where I'm going cut back to the slides and gospel in 21 words so it's great if you can do it in 21 words and um, those 21 words what are they those 21 words are these words now these are the words that you'll find in the and I see this getting cut off a little I need to resize this my friends have patience with me and I will show you all yeah I will alright should have made sure that that was ready to go all right that should work all right this is a little smooth operation here Just zoom there we go all right these 21 words are we find in the Greek text of the New Testament the Koine Greek and uh, we could read this I could struggle through it uh, Greek Koine Greek especially certainly not my first language uh, not even my second, really, but uh, you know, Christas uh, Apathenin, uperton, um yeah, so on, so forth. But uh, for the for the benefit of we English speakers, uh, what that says is, and my my little. Quicker thing is being weird. My virtual, that's yeah, better. All right, and that's from Tectus Receptus, and it's pretty much the same. You'll find in all the g- Greek texts, you'll find that that's uh, consistent. But in the King James Version, translated, that is, Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Now, the English there is more than 21 words. And in your favorite translation, uh, whatever that language might be, it may be, it's probably more than 21 words it may be less than 21 words some languages happen to be more concise uh, than English so these 21 words or you know 20 plus in English are a are really powerful they're few uh, but they are powerful uh, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. So let's break this down a little bit, shall we? Let's break it down a lot, actually. <clears throat> Weird that, that Christ died. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Christ died. Um, he actually died that is he had a human body we read in 1st John 4 3 and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God and this is the spirit of Antichrist that is the one who those ones not confessing that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh At the time of John writing his first epistle in the first century, um, there were, um, of course, a lot of many false gospels going around. Uh, One particular uh, adulteration of the gospel of the historic uh, Jesus Christ was that he was not an actual person, that is he didn't have a human body, that yes, Messiah came, but he wasn't human, he was a spirit being. He may have looked human, uh, you know, and appeared to be human, but uh, because earthly things and things of the earth are by nature sinful, there's no way that the Messiah would have a um, a human, fleshly body; uh, therefore, he must have been some spirit. Of course, um, I would say to those folks: Have ye not read um, the idea that all things earthly, all things earthly, are sinful? Um, I mean, we certainly mankind has been sinful but I, and, and the earth has been, uh, is under a curse because of the sin of man, uh, there are plenty of things that are not sinful. I mean, going back to Genesis chapter 1, uh, when God first created mankind, he commanded them to be fruitful and multiply Um, human procreation in the bonds of matrimony is is not a sinful thing Um, you know know, giving honor to mother and father is not a sinful thing Uh, etc etc there are plenty of things uh, of the earth that are not sinful in fact, we could talk about the things that were patterned after the heavenly, um, not just man and woman as a picture of Christ in the church, but the the tabernacle slash temple modeled after the heavenly, so on and so forth. That uh, the Gnostics and others who operated, or you know, the theology was uh, started with this false premise that, uh, you know, earthly things are sinful and, um, and therefore Messiah didn't have a physical body, human body. It's wrong. If he didn't have a physical body, there's no way he could have died and he could have been the propitiation for sins. And we'll get into that part. But, it's very important that he had a body, uh, going back to Genesis three sixteen, uh, when God told um, the serpent that He would put enmity between you, the serpent seed, and her seed, the woman. Um, uh, you know that's a messianic prophecy there, because women don't have seed; uh, they have eggs and but there was, it was speaking to a specific offspring of the woman and not of the man. Um, it wasn't the offspring of both Adam and Hava, Adam and Eve. Uh, it was specifically the seed of the woman. Uh, uh, foreshadowing, foreshadowing a virgin birth, etc. So, Christ died. Uh, the Messiah died. That's an important part of the gospel. Uh, he actually died. He had a physical body um, which enabled him uh, to die. We read in Hebrews chapter two fourteen for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same. So just reiterating that he was flesh and blood, he took on flesh and blood. As we read in John's gospel, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we could we could spend the rest of the night looking at several other uh, passages dealing with um Uh, Messiah Christ Yeshua Jesus having a human body Uh, and he physically died he didn't he didn't faint or swoon or any of these other sort of theories that he didn't actually die on the cross that you know um, you know he he was um, he was comatose he slipped into a coma or they just passed out and they thought he was dead he physically dying in John chapter 9 uh, 19 picking at verse 31 and uh, I did the ellipsis here because ellipses because it would take up too much of the of the slide but here are the pertinent parts the Jews therefore uh, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken, and that's speaking of all who were crucified on that day. Uh, Yeshua and the two malefactors who were crucified, the criminals that were crucified on, you know, both sides of him, or either side, I should say. Uh, well, it's both sides. you know, Well, front side, back side, or sides too. <laughs> two is left and two is right. Um... The Jews, therefore, besought Pilate, that their legs might be broken, that they might be taken away. Uh, why taken away so their uh, bodies would not be there on the Sabbath day? Uh, if they were going to be really observant Jews by, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the Sabbath, just uh, a body on a tree, as it were, uh, should not be left overnight, according to Deuteronomy chapter 21, but anyway, that their legs might be broken. Why did they want their legs broken? Uh, They wanted their legs broken to uh, expedite their deaths. They didn't want um, the bodies left there if if they died before evening came, uh, which would bring on the Sabbath. They didn't want the bodies uh, hanging there on the cross during the Sabbath. So the way to make sure that didn't happen uh, Is to make sure they died before sundown and the way to do that Someone who was crucified would be to break their legs um, Which would you know and adding? Injury to severe injury um, or add injury to shame and um, it was by the it was the way crucifixion works is that uh, you need to push yourself up your legs in order to breathe. And so by breaking your legs, that would prevent them from breathing. And of course, they would suffocate. Okay, so the Jews, therefore, besought Pilate, their legs might be broken and they might be taken away. But when they came to Jesus, they saw he was dead already. They break not his legs, uh, so they saw that he was dead, and and the they, we find out, is is the the Roman authorities and more. Um, Mark chapter fifteen verses forty forty five, uh, and Pilate marvelled if he were already dead. This is when um, uh, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus came and well yeah you know asked for the body of Jesus and Pilate marveled if he were already dead and calling unto him the centurion he asked him whether he had been any while dead and when he knew it of the centurion he gave the body to Joseph so you know very important here that you know, a Roman official, a centurion, and by the way, a centurion is someone who's in charge of a hundred soldiers. That's how they get their name. Uh, very um, whatever privileged position, I guess, but also one with great responsibility. And uh, for that centurion to call it wrong, uh, that that he just thought. You know, uh, Yeshua, that Jesus was dead, Uh, it would be his head uh, to give up a body of a criminal condemned to death, you know, who was um, given capital punishment to take that person off of a cross before they were dead, uh, would have been his head. And and to make and we read uh, elsewhere in the Gospels that uh, one of the soldiers drove a spear uh through uh Yeshua's body just to make sure he was dead well he, you know seems dead he's hanging up there and uh, ran a spear through it, and then we read that water and blood came out, and um I'm not a medical doctor, but that deals with uh a clear fluid around around the heart which comes from uh... uh severe cardiac arrest and then um, anyway so definitely the heart was stopped in order for this clear fluid and and blood to come out uh... both uh... When the spear pierced it so so as we read you know in from the passage of first corinthians fifteen about what the gospel is is twenty one words Christ died, um, according to the scriptures, um, we'll get to that part too, but it's important to know that Christ died. He had a human physical body and in that body, that body died, uh, experienced mortal death, um, you know. Flatline EKG um, brainwaves stop kind of thing. Of course, we don't have a, a EEG in the first century, but I'm sure uh, I'm confident that it would have shown uh, you know brain death as well as you know Cardiac death. I'm gonna pop out here to the um, The chat rooms here Make sure I'm missing anything. If you are watching and uh, want to get a shout out, just pop something there uh, in the chat room because I can see uh, folks watching. But um, I don't know who you are, and maybe you want to be anonymous, and that's fine. But if you want me to give you a shout on air, just uh, pop something in the chat. All right, so back back to our slides all right next line why is that not working there we go read that Christ died for our sins Uh, and what is that all about Hebrews chapter 10 verses 4 and 10 Tell us for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. And this could be, uh, again, a several-week study about the the system of animal sacrifice that we find in the Mosaic Law. And, um, and how animals were sacrificed uh, for transgressions. Heck, we could even go back to... Um, we go back to Genesis and see that, uh, with the first, the first family, not related to the White House or a church, but the, the first family, uh, somewhere, I don't know if they were in the garden or outside the garden, um, but, uh, you know, the, the two brothers, the, uh, Cain and Havel, Cain and Abel. Uh, you know, uh, the bring in their sacrifices where Havel or Abel um, brought animal sacrifice, sacrifice from his flock, because he kept animals. And um, with uh, Cain or Cain uh, sacrificing vegetables, well, sacrifice, giving him an offering of vegetables. That's the thing, it wasn't a sacrifice. I mean, you can take, you know, if you harvest a bunch of carrots and uh, you burn. I don't know, you know, five of them is an offering. It's 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 not a sacrifice. Um, you can, you know, carrots that you harvest or whatever you're harvesting, maybe it's not a root vegetable, you know. Grain, you know, something from a tree, it doesn't matter. You take, uh, you know, a, a tree, a plant, whatever yields many. You know, it propagates quite a few. And, and you can take just one seed from one of those, Plant it and grow several more. It's a great design, great divine design that, you know, replicates, uh, things through a single seed. And it usually takes like weeks to grow something. Um, and so that wasn't a sacrifice. That was just a form of religion for Cain to bring what, what was, had a, immediately available to him. He didn't make an effort to, uh, trade his vegetables for an animal, trade his brother. Uh, whereas an animal is a real sacrifice. One is giving up quite a bit. You know, the months of gestation for that animal and whether it's a sheep or a calf or, you know, a colt or whatever, uh, those are usually a single birth and to sacrifice that animal is that it's a it's a huge sacrifice uh, those months of gestation or loss what products wool or or milk or you know or you know even it's or even it's hide uh you know and it's death and it's meat that's lost if it's you know burnt up as an offering and it's it's a great cost uh uh, we're most of us in the civilized world are kind of immune to that, unless you're a butcher, or work on a farm. Uh, but even then, it's not a great cost to those people. If it's your livelihood, um, your keeper of flocks, then uh, if, you know it's understood what a great sacrifice an animal is, which is brings attention to the gravity of sin uh, that um you know it, it requires a huge payment but i went off on that more than i should have uh, but just looking at the animal sacrifice uh throughout throughout the old testament uh, through the pentateuch um, and elsewhere uh, it's the writer, uh, of the epistle to the Hebrews tells us it's not possible that the blood of bulls and end of goats should take away sins. And it gives a lot of reason for that. Um, but skipping down to verse 10, it says, uh, by the which we will, will, by, by the which will, and that was the willingness of God to, um, Give Messiah. Anyway, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Uh, that is one time, not repeated sacrifices and 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 for all that is sufficient to to cover uh, the sins of all. So Christ died, he had a physical body and he physically Died, and he died for our sins, uh, to in a in a way that uh, the blood of bulls and goats could never do. Um, where's my? Keep losing my virtual clicker here. Um, and we see this. Oh, you're not seeing that. Let me. T-t-t-t-t. Uh, there we go. Sorry, um, Gospel of John one twenty nine. Uh, we read the next day. John sees Jesus coming unto him and saith, "Behold the Lamb of God which takes with taketh away the sin of the world." And recognizing that that dynamic, that uh, it's not a bull or goat or even the lamb, the was slain once per year. Um, Yom Kippur, you know, that day, um, the one day, you know, when the, the the lamb was, in well, or the Passover lamb, as, um, the Passover is the beginning of the, of the sacred year in the Jewish calendar. Anyway, um, you know, there, you know, the the Lamb of God there in, in Pesach and Passover, uh, being the blood that um, is a covering that the death angel would pass over. Anyway, John understands this dynamic of animal sacrifice. And when he sees Jesus coming, he says, Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. Not just not just people on a particular day, not just a particular people, um, but takes away the sin of the world uh, in something the way animal sacrifice could never do. Uh, Yeshua, Jesus being the Lamb of God, uh, takes away the sin of the world. And it's not Lamb of God because he's cute and cuddly and, and... and gentle you know and gentle uh, is the Lamb of God because again that animal sacrifice uh, like like the Passover and like uh, the uh, the Day of Atonement uh, etc that um, that that unblemished uh, sheep uh, slain uh, for for mankind but in this case, you know, for for the entire world. All right. Next. The words of Jesus himself, Yeshua, uh, in that Passover meal, that Passover Seder that he officiated uh, at night, he said, uh, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. And I've said it dozens of times. It's important that the the definite article is there. This blood, for this is my blood of the New Testament. Not a New Testament, not a New Covenant, but the New Covenant. There's one New Covenant that those Jewish boys gathered around, I know some of them, a range of ages, anyway, I'm just saying boys in general, uh, you know, gathered around that uh, Passover table uh, would have known about the New Testament of Jeremiah chapter 31. Uh, the new covenant that God would make with the house of Yehuda and the house of Israel, um, and and this is the blood of that covenant, not the blood of bulls and goats or or even a lamb, but uh, His own blood, instituting that new covenant, which that blood shed for the many for the remission of sins alright yes yeah. 2nd Corinthians chapter five twenty one. for he that would be God made him Yeshua Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him And uh, we can miss a lot uh, if we're not familiar uh, with, uh, with the Hebrew scriptures and with Jewish history. And Paul, who had been a Pharisee of Pharisees, you know, the tribe of Benjamin, circumcised the eighth day, all that, you know, concerning the law, blameless, as he wrote himself, he certainly... Uh, understood um, this uh, this notion, this dynamic of transference of sins, where before an animal was sacrificed, the priests would lay their hands on the head of the animal to symbolically uh, transmit the sins of the people onto that animal before it was slain. Um, and so that, that animal would become, uh, the sin, uh, for the people. Um, but God made him, Yeshua, who knew no sin, uh, to be a sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And a few words there, but, uh, very important words, uh, that, he knew no sin. He was blameless. Uh, he was sinless. I um, mean, never said an unkind word, never said the word he had to retract, uh, never had an impure thought, uh, never did anything in the gray area. Um, you know, he came to fulfill the law and, uh, lived it perfectly, unlike the Pharisees, who did it with outward appearances, uh, you know, like uh, whitewashed tombs, but he actually lived a sinless life according, according to everything. I mean, certainly the, the, the law of God, which shows us our sinfulness, which reveals our unholiness. He knew no sin, and, uh, and God made Him, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, um, through that death, through that sacrificial death, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Now that's unique there. Oh, uh, what we'll see in that that system uh, in the Old Testament. Uh, the, there's several testaments and they're actually covenants, but uh, we call it the Old Testament. In the Hebrew scriptures, uh, that system of animal sacrifice, you'll see that symbolic transference of the people onto the animal, uh, but you'll never see a two-way thing. It's the people transferring their sin, so their sins are forgiven for that period of time, or you know even for that particular transgression. But there's nothing that brings about righteousness the the sacrifice of the animal just proves the unrighteousness of mankind the the sinful nature of mankind that um, that's all it shows that um, uh, mankind has come up short has sinned has transgressed the law of God and rather than him dying Uh, there's, uh, there's a substitute, an animal that was sacrificed, costly, as we talked about, um, it was a genuine sacrifice, giving up quite a bit, uh, to slay an animal, and, um, something I don't think we get in these modern times, again, like, like I say, unless you, unless you work on a farm, you're a butcher, or work in a slaughterhouse, or something like that, you get more of the the sense of it um but there was never anything the other way around all it did is in essence that animal became sin and that was it and then hopefully you know well we knew they were going to sin again and that was it. it was just a reminder of sin time after time Uh, but in the new covenant in the new testament with the sacrificial death of messiah uh the atoning death of messiah we have this this tra- this two-way transference god made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of god in him so there's one mediator between god and man the man christ jesus And in order to be a mediator, he represents both sides, both God and man, fully God, fully man. And on the part of mankind, um, he became sin for us. And in the other direction, he also becomes the embodiment of righteousness on the divine sign, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Um, just as he bore our sins and he became sin for us, uh, he also becomes our righteousness uh, that um, because of his divine nature, because of his uh, sinless nature, because of his um, um propitiation you know for our sins fancy word there but um he also becomes our um our righteousness not just our sin and if just as our sins been transferred to him if we find ourselves in him place our identity in him placed our trust in him that he becomes, We actually become the righteousness of God. We're seen as righteousness, but in him, not apart from him, uh, but in him. And that could go a a lot longer on that, but I don't want to belabor this. Like I said, I'm just pulling out just a handful of scriptures here and there to sort of underpin these ideas that we find in those 21 words in the gospel and why they're so they're so meaning-packed um that, uh, anyway any one of these subjects could be uh, you know, a series of sermons but, again, just looking to underscore um, and and keep close to these these, uh, 21 words alright, um Let me pop out real quick to the chat rooms and see what's happening. All right. Hi, people watching. Uh, If you're watching on the replay, and you're not going to get a shout-out in this video, but maybe in a future one, um, you know leave your thoughts in the in the comments uh, much appreciated just uh, lets us know that you are engaged and um, yeah and you know agree or disagree even uh, share your share your thoughts in the comments on whatever uh, platform you're watching alright so back to slides so Christ died in a physical body, actual death, flatline death for our sins. The purpose of his death and it was a substitutionary death and a powerful death got to bring my slides up died according to the scriptures. And I really like this verse in Luke chapter twenty-four. Uh, Yeshua Jesus is talking to two disciples, one of them named uh, Cleopas, on that road uh, from Jerusalem to the um um t- t- uh, that uh, town of Emmaus, and they're relating to him all the things that have happened in. In Jerusalem about how they were hoping that he was the Messiah but then he went and got himself crucified and besides all this this is the third day uh, since the crucifixion etc etc and um, they're all bewildered and bummed out then he Yeshua said to them "O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Now what's um, profound about this is that it's like, hey, it's Yeshua sure Jesus didn't say, Hey, it's cool, I understand. I mean these are these are freaky things that are happening, you know, Messiah somebody you think is Messiah comes along and then you know, he wouldn't got crucified. Who saw that coming and and you know, it's the third you know, hey, it's it's cool. I you know, I complete no. He said, Oh fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken uh, that that they should have known Again, I'm using boys. Um, you know, you good, you good Jewish boys who grew up grew up in the tradition of the scriptures, the the Hebrew scriptures, uh, knowing the prophets. Uh, you should have believed them. You should have known them and believed them. So none of this, none of these things should have taken you by surprise, uh, Messiah dying, and um, rising again, you know, rising again the third day, dying for sins, etc. These, these things, you should not be walking here bummed out and bewildered. If you knew the scriptures, if you knew the Hebrew scriptures, and you believed what the prophet said, you wouldn't be in this mess but you're fools and slow of heart to believe. He says, Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. And uh, you folks who have watched this program for any length of time and have listened to me talk, uh, you know where I'm going with this, but for the sake of you new people who may be unfamiliar, uh, this isn't this isn't um, this isn't redundant here about Moses and the prophets and all the scriptures. Um, these, uh, you know, this um, Bible is a book written by Jewish authors and in many cases primarily to a Jewish audience, and they would understand this uh, beginning at Moses and all the prophets uh, expounded to them in all the scriptures that think concerning themselves. Uh, the The Hebrew scriptures, what we would call the Old Testament, this chair is, I don't know what's up with this chair. Um. Anyway, um the works the, the complete Hebrew scriptures um and that's mean the the scriptures the actual Bible if you will, the Hebrew Bible, not the the writings of of scribes and you know uh others, not not Mishnah or Midrash or Talmud or any of that, the 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 books of scripture there, the Hebrew Bible, the Hebrew scriptures, are collectively known as the Tanakh Torah, or the Law, the, the Books of Moses, Law of Moses. Uh, the uh, Nevi'im, which is the prophets, uh, and Kethuvim, which is the writings or the, the scriptures. And so, when... Um it, when Messiah, when Yeshua, you know, beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself, that is throughout all the all the Old Testament, beginning at Moses, which are in the beginning, Genesis, beginning, you know, Bersheath, uh the very first book of the Bible, Genesis as we know it, you know. And it's called Bershit because that means in the beginning. Um, And beginning at Moses, those first five books, the Torah, and all the prophets, the Nevi'im, he expanded them in all the scriptures, the Ketuvim, the things concerning himself. And by the way, that's the way they are arranged in the Hebrew order. I don't... You know, I don't know. I've never really looked into why in Protestant Bibles the books are in a different order. I mean, the, the 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 Torah, the books of Moses, there are as they are in the originally in the Hebrew Bible. But uh, in the Hebrew Bible, the Neviim are all together, the 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 prophets, and then the Ketuvim, the writings, are all together. Those things that are neither the, the the law nor the prophets his writings the, the the psalms the proverbs etc and and ending off with chronicles as is the last book in the hebrew scriptures but i don't know why in the protestant bible it ends with malachi anyway so there's not that clear separation of torah and ketuvim protestant bibles because the writings and the prophets are kind of shuffled up anyway that was for free so according to the scriptures <laughs> christ died a human physical body he came in the flesh the Word became flesh dwelt among us he died flatline died for our sins That's the reason he came the son of man came not to serve but to serve and give his life a ransom for many um, And these things were done according to the scriptures. We're making our way through the 21 words here. Um, So according to the scriptures. And so what were the scriptures? I would have loved to have been part of that Bible study, if you will, on the road to Emmaus. Because um, later, on, later on we read in Luke 24, the reaction, oh, did her not hearts? burn within us as he opened up the scriptures. It was like wow. Um just um, anyway, I would love to hear Yeshua Jesus basically a Bible study throughout the Old Testament, through the Torah, Nevim, the Moses the prophets, and all the writings, the scriptures, things concerning himself, how awesome that would be. Um, But what did he, you know what scripture to look at, no doubt uh, he turned to Isaiah 53 in the prophets, um, where we read such things as, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. And skipping down to verse 9, and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. I want to bring it on here because i talking about his death. Not only his his suffering, and that his suffering and, and death was for our iniquities, for, um, you know, our sins. Um, but he, you know, prophesied his death was actually prophesied. He made his grave with the wicked. And with the rich in his death because he had done no violence neither was any deceit in his mouth um, there, there, there's just so much in there I mean it speaks of his his of his sinless nature a messiah you know he'd done no violence n- neither was any deceit found in his mouth um, you know, the suffering that he did the suffering that he endured um, you know, we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him in order to be at peace with God. That was upon him with his stripes. We are healed with his stripes and you know, all we like sheep have gone astray. You know, I'm just <laughs> reading it all over again. I wouldn't, and I do, not only would I, I do. I encourage you, yes, you uh you to um read Isaiah Yeshahu uh chapter fifty three uh, in its entirety. And um certainly if those if those two men uh on the road to Emmaus were familiar with uh, at least with just that, that section of Isaiah. But, you know, I don't know when, you know, to this day it is the mysterious, it's the forbidden chapter, uh, you know, in, in Orthodox Judaism, um, And, and, and the the holiday just escaped me the name when anyway there's there's this there's this reading of going through the scriptures systematically um on Shabbat every week and then once they've gone through uh all of it then um come on um Anyway, I have to get back to you. Oh my, 758. Um, anyway, but in all that reading, the assigned readings, the, the, uh, the, um, I don't know. Anyway, um, you know, the passages that are set aside for uh, each, each Shabbat, each Sabbath to read in the synagogue, Isaiah 53 is never read and uh it's too problematic and um and i don't know how long that's gone on that has been excluded from uh shabbat reading and synagogue so it, it could be if it goes back to the first century uh maybe that's one reason the the two guys on the road to emmaus you know they weren't familiar with Isaiah 53. But even with just that, if they had been, they certainly would have expected Messiah to suffer and die. Um, so, Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. That's part of the 21, um, that's part of the 21 words. And then, of course, gets on to that he was buried in, And rose uh, the third day according to the scriptures and that's something that we'll pick up next week yeah we will there's gonna be a part two to this as we go through these 21 words and so that as I try to queue up everything for the ending um, you can look forward to so Lord willing uh, next Sunday I'll look at uh, that he was buried and that he rose according to the scriptures, that shouldn't have been a surprise uh, to those guys as well, if they were familiar with the scriptures, and the scriptures meaning, um, you know, the, the Torah, the Nevi'im, Ketuvim, the, the Law, the Prophets, and the, and the Writings. All right, with that I will bid you a good night. The Lord bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And um maybe here you're here listening to this, watching this, whatever it is and you really weren't able to define or didn't understand um uh, what the gospel is what the gospel of jesus christ and people talk about the gospel of jesus christ the gospel of yeshua messiah the good news gospel and we could look at the et- etymology for the word but it basically means the good news because it's the best news uh... ever that instead of being uh, at odds and enemies with the creator of the universe and uh... and left to sacrificing animals over and over again to be in God's good graces. Um, There was one sacrifice, the Lamb of God, who took away the sin of the world, Uh, that the Word became flesh, dwelt among us, uh, became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him by putting our faith and trust in him, choosing to follow him, Uh, that um, we can have eternal life, um, be in God's favor. Uh, Not because of what we've done, but because of what he has done uh, through that ultimate sacrifice of the Lamb of God. Anyway, uh, next time again, Lord willing, uh, talk about his burial and resurrection according to the scriptures. Good night. God bless.